Hello and welcome to today's episode of Something to Crow About. This podcast is brought to you by your Canfield Fair Board, a volunteer group that oversees the Canfield Fairgrounds and of course works diligently every year to host the signature event of summer every year for 175 years, the Canfield Fair. I'm Tony Marr, fair fanatic, and your host of Something to Crow About. It is officially the 175th year of the Canfield Fair. Can you believe it? It's 175 years ago. The fair started on what is now the Village Green in Canfield. And we've come a long way since then, and we're going to spend some time this year really looking at the people and the families that made the fair what it is today. And, you know, we've gone a little bit of higher tech, as you can say. Uh, so you can head over to canfieldfair.com and find our special 175th anniversary page, which will show you a visual representation of what's going on here on this podcast. So you can see the actual people and the photos and just do a little deeper dive than we are providing on this podcast alone. And I want to get started, but I also want to take a minute and remind our listeners that we we have transitioned to a Zoom-based podcast recording. So like so many things happening in the world today, we are doing things a little differently just to keep everyone safe. Again, because this is a big year for the Canfield Fair and we need everyone healthy and with us in September. I am super excited because I have my very special friend, a very special guest with us today. And that is Steve Stack. Steve from Baird Brothers. Steve, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing, I'm doing well, Tony. Thanks for asking. How about yourself? I am spectacular, my friend, because I get to spend my afternoon with you. So, so <laughs> we go way back. So, and you know, in my, I personally call you uncle Steve. I mean, even though we're not family, you're my uncle Steve. So that's just how, that's how close we are. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take you nephew. I'll take you buddy. <laughs> One of the few, uh, but <laughs> But so, so you work at Baird Brothers and Baird Brothers is family owned company over 60 years right here in Canfield. So, so tell me, you know, a, a little bit about Baird Brothers and how they became involved with the Canfield Fair. Well, uh, how, how Baird's started, uh, we had, uh, we had three brothers, uh, that founded the company back in 1960. We're celebrating our 61st anniversary this year. And uh, uh, the three brothers decided to start uh, sawing some uh, rough lumber and uh, back behind the, the, the homestead, the, farm, the farmstead down the road here. And uh, son of a gun, it worked. And, and uh, over the years, they, they snagged up their sister. Uh, the brothers were Richard, Howard, and Paul. And and uh, then they snagged up their sister, Helen, to, to help them uh, deliver lumber while they were off to school or off to the service, whatever the case may have been. And, and uh, so Helen came into the business and, and uh, somewhere, somewhere in that time frame, uh, I think I started hanging around here about 1972 as, as, a, as a kid. Uh, my father worked here with the family. And, and, uh, so then I came on board and, and I've had, I've had the privilege of, uh, seeing, uh, six second generation Baird family wow. come into the business. And, and, uh, uh, now, 
I think I'm up to six or seven third generation uh, that are on board, taking responsibilities, uh, bringing some some great new ideas. Uh, uh, you know, the, the 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 younger kids they they approach things a little bit differently. They've been educated a little bit different. The the funny thing about it, all three of those generations have participated in the Canfield Fair in some fashion, whether whether it be uh, uh, as far back as I can remember, again, going back to uh, 19, the early 1970s, I can recall working the Baird Brothers sawmill display in the Hay and Grain building. Yeah. Um, I was, I was uh, either in junior high or just a freshman in high school or something. And, and uh, Dick Baird said, Hey, why don't you go up and work the fair booth for us? You know, <laughs> and, and, uh, and just have somebody there. And, and, and that has evolved, you know, um, sure. we continued to display in the hay and grain building. Um, there was a time when we had, uh, power equipment and, and, uh, uh, tools and so forth that we actually had an outside exhibit at the fair also. And, uh, that's, that's part of it. It's, it's not because we need to be there and, and, and don't take that in the wrong way. Oh, right. We need to be there in the sense of community. But more importantly, the family wouldn't miss it for the world. That's uh, how to, it's, it's our hometown. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, they've always been supportive of the fair. Um, something as simple as, you know, supplying sawdust. Gee, I wonder where we can find that at around here. You know, so. We know uh, a guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. exactly uh you know so there's a lot of different ways to, uh, to support the fair board uh god knows they do a great job i mean if if there's something to be proud of in this mahoning valley and there are numerous things right now but the the anchor has always been the canfield fair and and uh, so you know what a great thing to participate in, um, whether whether it's from the business side or from uh, uh, the community and humanitarian side, uh, it's 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 important to be there. Uh, they, you know, the Campfield Fair is is uh, in some respects a face of Baird Brothers. Right. It's you know it it represents the same values that were established on. So, so yeah, it's important to be there. Uh, Dick Baird, one of the founders, you'll see his name over at the pumpkin building. Yeah. You know, he's, uh, he was a big pumpkin grower. Um, like I said, all, all, all three of the generations have been involved at some point. Uh, uh, the second generation, you know, they had, they had cattle or horses up there, you know, in the 4-H programs. How, how, how great of an organization is that? The 4-H programs, right? And, and so, so Bairds are, you know, they're, they're always there to support the 4-H kids. Uh, I get the opportunity with my position here at Bairds to, to see some of those 4-H kids come in. You know, a couple of weeks before the fair, they're out there hitting the businesses, trying to peddle their their, their projects for the, for the uh, beef auction and for the, for the swine auction. And, you know, they're, so they're out here, they're, they're, uh, 
uh, self-promoting and, 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 you know, trying to get uh, a fair deal, a uh, fair deal for, for the animals that the, the projects they've worked on all year long and uh, great kids, great kids that, that come out here and they're, they're representative of the 4-H program. Even some of those kids might come and work for you later down the road because, you know, you already know their work ethic and that kind of rolls into the Baird work ethic too. Very much so. Very much so. And, and, you know, I, I have the opportunity to go up to the, up to the grounds during the, during the fair and uh, uh, work in our booth in the hay and grain building. Mm. And you can, you can stand there and watch traffic go by either in the building or down the adjacent midway there. And you can pick them out, oh, sure. you know, just the way they carry themselves. And, and when they walk by, uh, I'll, I'll, I, I try and speak to everybody that walks past our booth. And, and what do you the say replies, about me? <laughs> <laughs> I turned my head. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 way they, the way they respond, the way they say hello, you know, They'll come up and they'll grab a pencil off the off our desk there, and and and, and something as simple as you know, thank you, sir. You know, it 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 should it, it and it will. You're right, Tony. They're going to go into the workforce. They're going to make great employees or business owners, and 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 uh, a great a great organization, a great group of kids, and uh, so so it's important to be involved in that aspect, and and uh, and now. The third generation, uh, Terry Baird has has uh, uh, second generation. He has third generation children involved in the 4-H program. You know, uh, showing that showing the different animals and and uh, beyond that, uh, uh, going away from 4-H for a, for a minute, we have probably nothing short of a, a half a dozen employees that take their animals to the fair in the open classes. Um, you know, so it's, it, 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 it's, it's embedded out here yeah, at right, 7060 right. Quarry Road that <laughs> when, 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 when fair week comes around, we know a couple things. We're not going to see a lot of the family. And we know that <laughs> we are going to have employees that might be here for a little bit in the morning. But oh, hey, we got an open class this afternoon. We got we got to go up and watch my daughter show, you know, show her heifer, or show the steer, or whatever the case may be. And you know what? The bears are fine with that because yeah. they know everything involved and in, and in what the outcome's going to be. And it's going to be a good outcome. You're you're, pre you're you're preparing kids to become active members in this society. Right. And, you know, it doesn't get any better than that. But like you said, for Baird Brothers, it's all about that that sense of community and giving back to the community. And, you know, Baird Brothers has grown from what started on the corner of a family farm into almost an international business. Um, but, you know, but it still has its roots right here in Canfield and right here at the Canfield Fair, too. It, it, it does. It, and it, it does. And, and it, it goes back, you know, we're, we're sitting here in 2021 talking and 
we can only imagine back in what would have been 1946, 175 years ago, or 176 years ago, 175, I guess, <clears throat> and uh, what it would have been like and what the fair started out as. Yeah. And, you know, very similar, very, you know, the, the two storylines are very parallel in that it started as uh, an agricultural society, right? Mm-hmm. And then it grew. And we have the largest county fairgrounds in the state of Ohio. How great is that? Right? And now, very similar to the Campfield Fair, Baird Brothers started out very small. Uh, we're a good-sized lumber yard on the local scale. On the national scale, we'll throw our hat in the ring once in a while, just as a Canfield Fair, you know, can can do the same in being yeah. one of the prime county fairs across these fifty states. You know, so so our business, our, our our profiles align and and run parallel to one another, and so now we find ourselves in twenty twenty one. Coming off nothing short of a miserable 2020 <laughs> uh, with with the pandemic situation and and not having a full blown fair in in 2020 and and uh, I know how it's affected us uh, how we approach business we still do business on the same principles as did I thought I thought the fair board and uh, did a did a did a you know pretty darn good job of of pulling off what they did last year with what they had. I agree. 100%. And, and, and it went back to the kids. Let's have, let's have our, our, our steer sale. Let's, let's have our, our hog sale. And, and uh, you know, I, I have seen different pieces and, and, and going, trying to, trying to think back to last labor day and, and uh, seeing the four each kids represented it, you know, uh, they, they did what they had to do to sustain Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, uh, you know, God willing, uh, this coming Labor Day, we'll be back to what we know as normal or somewhere close to, and, and, uh, we can go full steam ahead again. Yeah. And, and that's the goal yes. with 175. I mean, and, and we know that, and that's why, you know, it, it's, it's a different time, but we really want to pull out all the stops at the Canfield Fair and just show the world what the Canfield Fair is made of, especially <laughs> dealing with adversity. But and kind of relating that back to you, and, and you said it too already, is things have definitely changed. So, so for Baird Brothers, you know, how have you taken uh, the difference is in today's world and, and how have you used that to the success of Baird Brothers? Back, back in... Uh... March of uh, 2020, uh, the end of March, the last week in March, the first week in April, uh, we went to a voluntary shutdown and we, we did it for a couple reasons for the interests of our employees uh, and the health and safety of our employees at that point. And uh, then uh, for, for our, our business partners and our customers. So we did that. We came back to work and our employees came back to work on a volunteer basis. 
um, in the interim, we we had conversations and okay, what what can we do? How can we how can we accommodate our customers and their business needs, and and do it safely? So we implemented uh, uh, a will call system. Uh, our showroom remained closed. Uh, so we were doing business by email, phone conversations. Um, at some point, our outside salespeople went back out visiting job sites. Pennsylvania was a little more strict than Ohio. Uh, then it was deemed that, that we were a necessary business um, as, as far as housing and building components. And uh, so in, in that period, we were doing a hands-free uh, will call process where you phoned in the order, you ordered the, uh, placed an order online at bairdbrothers.com on our website. Uh, we had a greeter out at the front gate. You pulled onto the property. We had a short conversation, your name. We sent you to the correct building. Your order was ready for you. You didn't get out of your vehicle. Our guys loaded it, non-contact. We weren't even signing paperwork. We were taking pictures of the vehicles and the receipts wow. and, and, uh, uh, and it worked. And it's like curbside, uh, but for home improvement. And it was hard for us. Sure. Because because our our local and regional customer base, uh, they expect to walk into our showroom, have conversation with one of our salespeople. Right. And you've been here, you've yeah. witnessed it. Uh or what we refer to as our trim building. After conversation and determining what the individual customers want, they used to be able to go to the trim building with that salesperson. And, you know, if, if they needed three pieces of one by eight red oak, eight foot long, they would go to that section of the warehouse and pull their three pieces. It was that, right. it, it was, it was that hands-on, you know, here, let's, let's go find something you like. And, and, and we weren't able to do that. We're, we're still not, not able to do that but as it as it progressed we learned something and our customers learned something we learned that we could do it and we could get by but like our customers we realized the fact that man we missed that showroom so as things relaxed you know, we went through all the all the protocols uh, with the the cleaning. Uh, our handrails on our banister have been wiped down so many times in the <laughs> last what ten months uh, or twelve months now, almost. And and that we're we're actually wiping the finish off of, of the woodwork. Well, yeah. I was going to say that shows you the quality of the wood <laughs> that you get from Baird Brothers. So oh, it speaks to it. <laughs> It, it, it's amazing, you know, so we, we, we went through, we went through the protocol, we, you know, uh, trying to limit the volume of people in the showroom. Actually, we opened it up first by appointment only. So we really had control of it. And, and then we, we graduated to an open showroom. And but with all the, all, all the, all, uh, 
the precautions in place, you know, the shields between our, our salespeople and the, and the customers, the, the, the cleaning, uh, we have, we have a cleaning crew in here six days a week, you know, uh, that coincide our business hours. And, and, uh, so we graduated back to that and is it the same? No, no, we still have limitations. We you know, that, uh, just like, like the fair, did last year and the fair board did last year, they accommodated what they were comfortable with. Exactly. Taking into mind the safety of, of their participants and et cetera. And, and uh, so that's what we did. You know, we shifted gears and, and uh, as, as you well know, right after the fair, we uh, for the past nine years have hosted an event called red, white, and true. One of my favorite uh, events. I've taken my daughter there every year since she's been bored. You know, it, that was, that was a tough decision. You know, um, it is, it's, it's, it's like a small Canfield fair. Yeah. yeah. The atmosphere is, is like a small Canfield fair. Um, it's, it's festive. It's community based. You know, we have, um, we have the VFW out here. We have the sheriff's department out here and, and, and uh, all of our vendors are, are, you know, showing their wares and all of our buildings are open to our customers. And we take guided tours of the facility and, and um, you know, the, the hot dogs, the hamburgers, the donuts, the coffee, you know, it's a great, great day, but you know, we weren't able to do it in September. And um, I think we were scheduled for, uh, September 19th. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, so what we do, we shifted gears again (laughs) and and we went to, (laughs) well, we went to an online event. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, instead of uh, being a one Saturday on-site online event, we opened it up on Friday as an online only event. Saturday, we remained online we also hosted a very nice controlled amount of regional traffic that wanted to come out and pick out those custom doors or pick out that, that hardwood flooring, you know, and, and then one of those things you have to see and feel to be able to make that decision. So that was a very controlled environment that we held that on. And then Sunday it uh, ran online again. And no, it wasn't our normal red, white, and true, but we did it and, and it, and it turned out to be successful. So just, just like the fair, you know, is it the way we wanted it to be? No, but we made do. Yeah, but, you know, at the same time, though, you know, you have Baird brothers, not just you, but this whole relationship business is what, you know, it's been built on for the past 60 years. And, and at the same time as, you know, things kind of shuffle around and we do the virtual, um, I think the community knows how much you appreciate them. <laughs> so again, this year was a little bit different, but, you know, next year or this year, you know, it, uh, we'll see how it changes, but definitely, you know, built on relationships. 
And another thing that Baird Brothers is built on is quality fine hardwoods, and that has got you pretty far, might I say. Uh, But I think that is a story for another day, my friend. So we will talk all about that next week right here on Something to Crow About. So once again, thank you to Steve Stack from Baird Brothers for joining me today. And of course, thank you, fair friends, for listening. As always, uh, Something to Crow About will come at you once a week every Tuesday. So make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a minute of the action. Uh, You can subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. And if you have a story from your time at the Canfield Fair and want to be considered for a guest on our show, send us an email at marketing at canfieldfair.com. It's that easy. Uh, You know, with all your funny stories, favorite memories, or heck, even your favorite fair food. And of course, be sure to join us again next week for more stories from Steve Stack and Baird Brothers and the Canfield Fair. So thank you to the Canfield Fair Board for sponsoring today's podcast, and we'll talk to you next week, fair friends. Have a great day.